I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what is going on? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Back again with you after the Pittsburgh Steelers make their second pick of the day two 2020 NFL draft. Third round, they take outside linebacker Alex Highsmith from Charlotte. And if you're like me, you said, who? 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 Uh, Pass rusher? I don't know. Lance Williams is with me here as always, but joining us now... Not Dave Schofield, but Brian Anthony Davis. Brian, what's going on? I've got the big board here. I've got uh, I've got draft fever still, and I'm kind of loving this Alex Highsmith pick because here's the thing: last year in the third round, we got a lot of who's when we picked Deontay Johnson to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So yep. I subscribe to the fact that they know a whole heck of a lot more than I do. Yes. Okay. So sometimes uh, so you, more so is you're too okay much. with the pick. You're okay with the pick. That doesn't mean that you necessarily liked it. Well, here, here's my thought on this. I was high on Bradley and I, and I figured that would be the guy that they'd be looking at. I knew they were going outside linebacker edge rusher with this pick. And the reason I knew they were going to do that is because they've got a lot to choose from on offensive line um, pretty early in round four. And they've got an opportunity to get a defensive tackle or maybe a safety in round four. So I'm thinking you need to address edge rusher right here. And there's a couple guys out there, but with Bradley and I being the best one out there, they kind of like this guy a whole lot more than Bradley and I, just because I haven't heard of him doesn't mean that he's not good. And 21 tackles for loss and 14 sacks are pretty sexy to me. 
Yeah, and it, I, I did see on ESPN when they made the pick that they quoted some Clemson offensive lineman who said that he was one of the most difficult defensive players to block that they played all season. Now, I don't know if you can take that for what it's worth. Lance, what were your thoughts on the pick? Well, let me just read. Can I can I read his strengths and weaknesses from the draft guide that I'm looking at to give yeah, some background? It says he rushes low and quick, getting underneath blockers and forcing them to overset, introduces his hips into the rush plan, using subtle movements to get blockers moving, introduced more pass rush moves as his senior year progressed, punches low to high, and an upward motion to work off bodies and find the football. Revving motor versus the run use, dealing with chippers and extra attention, looks comfortable on his feet when asked to drop instead of rush. Former walk-on who is motivated and self-made. Let me give you some more of his 2019 stats. 75 tackles, 21 and a half tackles for loss, 14 sacks, one forced fumbles, three pass defense. Let me give you his weaknesses, and this is according to Dane Brugler of The Athletic. Cut up and takes care of his body, but frame and length aren't ideal for NFL edge work, can get lost in the wash as an edge defender, needs to better see through blocks at the line of scrimmage, tends to flow with the action and abandon his gap. Instead of reading the backfield, move-to-move counter sequence in his rush requires maturing. Snap anticipation needs maturing with four offside penalties in 2019. There you go. That's the breakdown. Um, I, I don't know. It, it, I, I don't know. <laughs> if you were to say, like, okay, have you heard of this player from the SEC? You're like, yeah, I, th- I think I've heard that guy. I might have seen him play at some point in time during a random Saturday that I sat down to watch of five minutes of college football. I did not see Charlotte play at all this year. I are did they, not know. <laughs> don't don't broadcast. Lie, are they? No, I no no. no I'm not going to lie. I never no, saw the Charlotte I Hornets. Gonna... <laughs> I never saw the Charlotte Hornets, let alone Charlotte's football team. I mean, back I, in I 1970, Lance, when you were watching the watching uh, uh, Southern University, do you remember watching Mel Blunt? No, not in 1970 because I probably was about <laughs> six months of age. But, but to your to your point. Their job is to scout. Their job is to find these yeah, guys. Absolutely. That's what I was and trying to tell everybody on the last show. We don't have scouting pick. departments. It's a narrative pick. And, and what Dave was saying is a lot of times you can – there are narratives that are out there when it comes to picks. Clearly, they're looking for depth at the position and another edge rusher. So if this guy pans out, he could potentially be Bud Dupree's uh, replacement because – from a cap perspective, and there's different maneuvers you can do with the cap to get space. TJ Watt's going to be the most expensive player in the National Football League on the defensive side of football. He's going to be the highest paid player. So do you want to allocate that much cap space to the outside linebacker position? Hopefully, if this kid pans out, you may not have to. The other thing with Bud Dupree probably gone, he's uh, going to have a chance to take that number three spot and audition for the job next year. He's He would be the man in waiting right away over Ola, over Tuzar Skipper, to get that job if he can shine. I like it. Let me, just, let, let, me, let me just say that I never said I didn't like the pick. I said I didn't know the player, and I don't know a lot of these players, so that's nothing new. Um, there's only one pick that I can remember that I, I said 
on air to anyone that was listening, what a stupid pick. And that would be uh, a six round long snapper from the Louisville. <laughs> named, I remember uh, Colin, <laughs> Colin Holba. Yeah. That's... When they selected a snapper in the sixth, I, I thought I was going to. They did what? They took who? That's the only time that I can remember in recent memory me saying, I can't stand that pick. And that was just because of the position. I had no idea who Colin Holba was. Um, but at the same time, I, I'm with you, Brian. I trust this team. I trust this organization. I trust the scouting department to do the job, to get that, to, to have that inside information, to you know, go after a guy from Charlotte that no one else has heard of. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. But Brian, but I know you said you got to go. You have some work to do. But before you leave, I want to get your thoughts on their second round pick, their first pick of the draft that'd be chase claypool were you a fan of that selection or not oh canada is all i've got to say um i am loving this guy <laughs> and i tell you what like because you know dave was putting me on the spot he's like thumbs up thumbs down i just i said look i need to find out so i'm gonna go like this i think the arrow is pointing out give me some time and he's like well, all right we're gonna bust on you like you guys bust on me with deontay johnson i'm like no you've got to give me a second i'm not saying this is bad all I want to do is know a little bit more and everything I looked at fell in love with this guy right away. I'm already thinking of that number 83 Jersey with Claypool on the back because that's what this guy's going to be wearing. And the, he is going to be a special player. Six, four with that speed two thirty, and a speed of a 4.42. And what I saw on tape on him, fantastic. So I'm, I'm really excited. And that entire time we were talking, I'm watching on a loop alex highsmith here i'm the steelers put out a, a tweet or something and i just clicked on it it's him on a loop it's not lackluster stuff he really gets penetration and gets in there he's got a nose it's not he doesn't get eaten up so i'm really excited about both picks so anybody that hates this pick so much don't wear the jersey in three years when he's awesome <laughs> and what, well, what 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 number what number did you predict, Brian? He's always good for this. What, what did you predict for Claypool? Eighty three. I don't isn't think anybody's wearing. Isn't that wide receiver? You're gonna give him Heath's number? Oh man, he wears eighty three now, and it's. I mean, it's uh, it's been a couple years, and if Ben does that crap like he did with Gentry last year, can't have eighty three. It's like mm, shut up. You know well, what? Let me, let me give you things. Let me yeah. give you some egghead stuff that you guys will find like probably pretty boring. Just egghead stuff from watching film. When guys wear eighty three and they're defensive guys, it's really hard to watch film because certain numbers you have in your head that those are offensive guys. Well, he's talking when, about Clay. He's not talking about high school. Oh, okay. He's talking about okay, Claypool, okay. the wide receiver. Yeah, if Claypool wore wore eighty three, it'd be like, man, I, I don't think he can. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think in the NFL you can as an outside linebacker wear like an eighty three. No, I wish you I could. I, so. I wish it was like college, and you could have a kicker wearing sixty four. You know, I mean, just like <laughs> just wear the number you want to wear. It's really bad on film, though. Like it really takes you like five. It takes you a few plays to go because you see certain numbers, so you just look at the position group. So if you see like a 64, you're just looking defensive line, O-line. You're not looking at anything else. But then when 64, if like a 64 was a corner, you'd just be completely confused. Didn't yeah. the Steelers have a quarterback that wore 22? Probably in 19 I think it was Bobby Lane. I think Bobby that Lane was, wore 22. 
Uh, okay, I was going to say Dick Shiner. Maybe him? Dick Shiner. <laughs> <laughs> Probably when they were the homestead. Uh, that's an actual yet. player, by the way. He was I just the first quarterback for, for Chuck Knoll. Yes, Dick Steelers. Shiner is an actual yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers player. You can look it up. I'm not just being funny. That's his name. Frank Webb is a made-up player. I made it up. He, there's, a, there's a Ralph Webb, but I call him Frank. Frank Webb lives was has been around, but Justice Joe 007 puts ten dollars in the tip jar. I'm sorry, nine ninety nine, and uh, we appreciate that uh, for Richard all that. But still, before you go, Brian, quick question: yes. How does Highsmith tie in with this? In my opinion, when you're talking about training camp battles, the out the the depth at outside linebacker is going to be one to watch. You have a Denier, you have Skipper, and then you have Highsmith. And those are to be behind TJ Watt and Bud Dupree. I don't think they're going to keep all of them. So who's the odd man out? Tuzar Skipper's probably the odd man out. Oh, you just you just broke the heart of Steeler fans everywhere. You know, yeah, we love these guys. And you know what? One of the reasons we love these guys is because Jeff, we have so much we have to write about, so much we have to talk about in June, and we're highlighting guys like Tuzar Skipper and and uh, Duck Hodges, and we knew everything about those guys. And the reason we knew everything about those guys before training camp, because we had nothing else to talk about. So we were talking about these guys that had a, that had a, a training a mini camp tryout and made it through. So what, oh, I'm I'm getting the uh, all right, Lance. I don't believe bad. Don't believe bad listeners. He only likes Skipper because of his last name. Oh, it's and it's a great and, last name. And speaking of Gilligan's Island, that he's the skipper. That's it. That's well, the only reason why I like Skipper. No, we talked about this guy ad nauseum because we we have to know the names of these guys. And then we're we we go crazy at the end of August. Like this guy has to stick with the team. How could they cut him? Because I went crazy with Deontay Spencer. But at the end of the day, we're we're crying over a guy that was the 54th man on a 53-man roster and couldn't stick around and keeps getting cut. At the end of the day, that's not the guy you want starting for you. Not at all. And see, Brian, I, I thought you learned from me. I don't know many names, and I get them wrong when I try to pronounce them. So I don't know many names outside the starters, and I get them wrong. And I just came up with the acronym DASH. Come on, man. You guys got to dash. I mean, I know. Just call those guys dash guys. He's the, just and, a guy. He's just, just a, guy. a guy. There you go. He's a dash. He's a four, He's fourth on the depth chart. And to your question, Jeff, you know, I always look at that in terms of the three P's. Pay, uh, pedigree. And he doesn't have the pedigree and performance. None of those guys have the performance, and they're not paid very well. So it falls down to pedigree. You're going to err on the third round pick. You're going to give the third round pick the opportunity to prove, which is the fourth P, that your evaluation is correct. What does Jeff always say? These guys do not want to be proven. And that's probably the fifth P that they're wrong. So they're going to give the draft pick, the third rounder, every opportunity to make them look good. And so, I, I think you're right. I think Skipper is the odd man out because the pedigree just isn't high enough. Well, Devin I'm, I'm Hodges subscribed. Gives this $1.99. Glad he's watching. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> Buy some of your T-shirts that Jeff printed up. Um, Save that, Doug. You might need that. You know, I'm subscribing <laughs> to the three L's, learning Lance lingo. 
So yeah. uh, with that being said, I'm going to go bone up on some Lance Lingo. Oh, my gosh. You're killing me tonight, Brian, with your uh, euphemisms and everything. But let's get a grade from you real quick. High Smith grade. What do you give it? I'll give it a C plus. All right. That's I mean, not bad. Yeah, that's the best we can do. But I'm giving it a thumb. I'm liking it. All right. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thanks Good talking that. to you, Brian. Good right. do some work, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. We'll see you, you tomorrow. Know, when, you, see when you get a 75 grade, Jeff, you know, that's enough to get a, a, a lecture from, the, from from your mom when you come home. Uh, 75 is not good. That's uh, no well, dessert. Let's, and let, that's uh, some more stuff. Let's study. ask the people in the live chat here. I want to see what are, what are the grades right now for the Highsmith. And don't give me the incomplete stuff. You know, like – I'm a, look, I'm a teacher. Okay. I don't want to say, ah, it's an incomplete because I don't know. You got to give a grade. You got to give a grade. Is it A through F? How are you grading it? You pass, no explain pass. yourself. That's up can to you. But can we go so P far, we've got no. We can't go P this or This is not distance learning. Okay. This is uh... a. <laughs> <laughs> we can't whack the whole semester. Okay. No, no, no. All right, so grades are coming in. A lot of C, C pluses, B, B plus, uh, B. Some people are saying uh, a lot of upside, so they're grading on that. That's fine. D plus, no Fs. I'm shocked there isn't anyone that's given a failing grade yet. I see you, Felicia, but with C. We got a pirate. I like what Kyle Smith says. Kyle Smith says, let's be honest, no one here actually knows. <laughs> <laughs> I love Blake. Blake. I love Blake literal. And I love that his last name is literal. And he gave yeah. it an A plus. We got an F in there. We got an F grade yeah. in there. Yeah, that's after I said it. Here we go. Snowman puts $5 in the tip track. He says, what's the next pick for the Steelers? He's referring to day three. They have two fourth round picks, no fifth round picks, a sixth and a seventh. So if they don't make any trades, they're going to end up with six new players. That's it. So what do you think they do next, Lance? I think they got to go inside linebacker. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. They have no depth at that position. I think they've got to go inside linebacker. And honestly, I think they've got to go out. um, I think they've got to go O-line. They're not young at that position. I love the the acquisition of Wisniewski, but that's an old offensive line. I, I think they've got to get more athletic in the interior of that offensive line. But I think they've got to get out. I think they've got to get inside linebacker and safety. I think they've got to get some quality depth on that defense when you look at the top 11 and you compare that defense across the national football league top 11 i mean they're they're as talented as it gets i mean what do they have like seven eight first round draft picks on that defense i mean they're loaded top 11 but man if they if, if they if they have some injuries there's some significant issues but i don't rule out the fact that they might go out and get a free agent or two as well they have to build the depth on that defense. So I'm looking at defense um, in this next couple of rounds. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Offensive line is definitely a need. Safety, I agree with you. Inside linebacker, I agree with you. Inside linebacker, though, like you said, 
might be an area where they go the free agent route. Um, Kathy puts $2 in the tip and says, who's left for the offensive line? I think the Steelers, in my opinion, they've proven they can still find some pretty good offensive linemen later in the in later rounds. Day three, obviously, is what we're looking at now. Um, do I have specific we'll players that. in mind? We'll that, Go ahead. Not a specific player, but two, the fact that they're going to look for position flexibility. They're going to look for a guy that can play center and guard. I mean, they're going to look for guys that can play a variety of positions. If they take a tackle – they're going to think that that tackle could play tackle and guard. They're looking to build depth and youth in that offensive line. The offensive line has to get better. You know, during this um, quarantining and staying at home and, and, and sheltering in place, I've been watching a ton of run snaps, and it's just frustrating to see how ineffective they are running inside zone and just how – much of an upgrade at the guard position they needed with Ramon Foster and how Ramon Foster's lack of athleticism really impacted them in the run game. So they need an injection of youth there. If they can find a bridge for when Marquise Pouncey retires, because Marquise Marquise Pouncey is going to retire soon. He said that he does not want to play after Ben Roethlisberger retires, you know, Correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff. Pouncey is about year nine, close to year 10. And Pouncey's been there a while. Well, he was a rookie in the 2010 season uh, when they went to the Super Bowl and he got injured and didn't get to play in Super Bowl 45. So, yes, he'll be going into his 10th season. I mean, that offensive line is not young. So whoever they take, it's going to be position flexibility. Think of a BJ Finney type guy that could play both guard spots or center spot. Think of a filer that could play a tackle or could bump into guard. Think of a guy that can play multiple positions because, you know, they've got to inject some youth into that offensive line, but I think they're going inside linebacker. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, It'll be interesting to see how they play this out. And if they make any trades, that was my bold prediction was that they were going to make one trade. I was really expecting, to be honest with you, I was expecting them to trade that trade their third round pick, move back and acquire some more draft picks. But instead they go with Hightower from Charlotte outside linebacker, not a very well-known player, but I'm sure we'll learn more about him in the coming days and weeks. Now, a lot of people, this is why I love and I love, and I hate this about the draft you love it because everyone's there. Everyone's focused on it. Oh, you know, we had over 200,000 people view the site today because they're just excited for the Steelers to make a pick. But at the same time, you have that love the pick right underneath it. Hate it. This was it. This was horrible. Lance, in your opinion, how long do you have to, how long do you have to give a rookie class or a rookie player until you think you can give them an honest judgment of what they're able to do? I'm going to say three seasons. If you're an absolute stud, it'll show prior to that. Or if you're a Juju type or if you're a Marquise Pouncey type. Or a TJ Watt. You're a TJ Watt or a Ben Ben Roethlisberger. Like, it'll show earlier than that. But I think three years is the appropriate time in an evaluation. Because think of it this way. The CBA says three years. The CBA says three years. We're going to contractually. We're going to agree as a players union and the league that three years is enough time to evaluate a player before you 
give a player a long-term contract. So I'm going to agree with that. I think it's three years. I think anything sooner than that is a little premature. So, you know, but patience isn't part of Steeler Nation, and it's not a part of any nation in any National Football League. Well, there's only one team that has a nation, and that's right. Steeler. Actually, it's Steeler Universe. Everyone else has nations. It's No, it's Steeler Galaxy. <laughs> so three years, I think, is the appropriate amount of time to evaluate a draft pick. And so that means that one Terrell Edmonds is going into that critical year. But I'm being called out by Reginald Rivers, who said, Lance, you gave up on Benny <laughs> Snell after one season. Well, uh, he's right. He's thanks right. Thanks for the call out. Reginald, right. you, you are correct. But let's just say this. Here's my caveat. You should take three years to evaluate, but sometimes there are certain <laughs> physical traits that stand out that you can't ignore. For instance, oh, and I always like to give these analogies. If you're going out with a young lady and she hits on your best friend, are you going to give her three months? Or are you going to kick her to the curb after that date? My point. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I didn't know Benny Snow was hitting on someone else's friend. Anyways, um, some people are suggesting possibility of bringing Mark Barron back at a cheaper price. He's been on the free agent market. No one has signed him. Would you be interested in that? Considering you said that inside linebacker depth is dire. I agree with you hundred percent. I think it is. What would you think about that? <laughs> no objections there. Snowman is giving me the business. Give it up, Lance. Um, <laughs> Just because I say three years, and I'm trying to clean it up for myself. Just because I say three years. Saving face. Saving face. And what does Mike Tomlin say about the NFL? What is the NFL? It's the moving train, right? It's trying to jump onto the moving train, right? Just because I say three years does not mean you're going to get three years. And so you have to prove it as soon as you can. And so you have to make an impression on coaches in games and in practice immediately. And I would love if Barron came back. He knows the defense. If you can get him back on the cheap, it adds depth to the inside linebacker position, and he can play in sub-package defense. So this is something I wanted to bring up anyways. And this, these shows are not going to be as long as our typical shows, but someone asked the question – uh, Jeff, how big is the gap between the Ravens and the Steelers now? Well, let me first start off by saying that in 2019, even without Ben Roethlisberger, I don't think the gap was as far as people might believe. Um, you have to think back to week five when they took that game to overtime and probably should have won that game. I think it was safe to say if Ben plays in that game, heck, even if Mason Rudolph plays in that entire game, that was a game he left with a concussion, he might win that football game. Nonetheless, they don't. And um, here we are. The Ravens seem to pick every other time I look at the television. It's the Ravens are picking. I mean, they've gotten a million compensatory picks. So, Lance, what are your thoughts on that in terms of the gap between the Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens? Well, you know, I'll take every opportunity to knock the Cincinnati Bungles. So I think the gap between the Steelers and the Ravens is about the length of one of Joe Burrow's fingers. And since he has small hands, the gap isn't very big. <laughs> I think the gap, I don't think the gap is huge. 
Um, if you look at that first game that they played, like Jeff said, once they got kind of acclimated to what Baltimore was trying to do offensively, they really beat up Lamar Jackson. Um, before that playoff game against Tennessee, I thought they played Lamar Jackson better than almost any defense in the National Football League. They were right there in that game. The corner from Baltimore made a fantastic play, causing the fumble with Juju. But they were right there in that game. And I don't think I don't think the gap is great. I think they just have more depth at certain positions than the Steelers. But I think the Steelers, Steelers defense is better. Their offense is better, but I think with Big Ben back, Bionic Big B, I think the gap is really closed between the two teams. But oh I would say the ball is slightly better. Okay, so Caden puts a dollar ninety nine in the tip jar. Appreciate that. And he says, I think what Steelers should go after Fournette. And we talked about that on the last show, and I think that would be a good move. I, I kind of want to go off on a tangent in a little bit that's tied to this Baltimore Steelers thing. Okay. Everyone that everyone that the Steelers picks, there are people that are say this is a horrible pick. It's a wasted pick. It was a reach. It was this. It was that. It was the other. Whatever. Now, all of a sudden, all these Steeler fans, man, where is your pride? The, uh, okay, I'm going to say these names. Maybe I should comment. Yeah. The Ravens easily beat us. The Ravens easily beat us in the draft so far. Queen's a monster, and J.K. will run with a chip on his shoulder because we passed on him. Who says he even gets the football that much? I mean, there is Mark Ingram there, unless they cut him, and I didn't know about it. You're wrong, Lance. The Ravens are killing us with young talent. Ravens ownership was so pissed off at the early exit, lighting a fire under people with all the summer. Come on, people. You all are killing me. Wow. Killing me. You forgetting that the Pittsburgh Steelers have an elite, I will say it again, an elite defense. Elite. Even wow. without even without this third round pick. Okay? Elite. Have we not looked? Have we not talked about the improvements on the offense? Yeah, you want to talk about guard. Okay, move Filer to guard if you have to. You can still probably get a tackle, or you have some tackles that are – some people like the tackles that they have. We just talked earlier on the show about after they drafted Chase Claypool, how they have a legit four wide receivers now, not to mention their two tight ends. And, yes, running backs, we know that the history is there. But come on, Steeler fans. What is going on when you all are sitting there saying, woe is me, the Ravens are so good, look at their draft, come on. I live in Maryland, people. I have to deal with these idiots every single day of my life. Do not fold up like a cheap lawn chair and just say, well, it's been fun. Good luck, Ravens, in 2020. I'm calling this one a season. No, 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 no. The Steelers will be fine if Ben Roethlisberger's fine, period. Period. Wow. Preach, Reverend Dr. Hartman. (laughs) Preach. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. I live here. I deal with these morons every day. I can't stand when Steeler fans act like this. And they act like, woe is me. We took this guy I never heard of in the third round. So we stink. And they're so good. And I knew who J.K. Dobbins was. So therefore, I'm upset because I didn't get. Come on. Come on, people. It's, it's, this franchise has six Super Bowls. Act like it. Sorry. Go ahead, Lance. Wow. Preach, Reverend. <laughs> Sorry. Let the congregation <laughs> say amen. Preach, Reverend Hartman. <laughs> preach the good Reverend Dr. Hartman. Southern. Uh, yeah, yeah. Preach. Sorry. I'm sorry. Preach, Reverend Hartman. I love it. And this is rare when, when the good Reverend Dr. Jeff Hartman 
makes his way to the pulpit and says, wow, I love it when you go. I love it. I love it, Jeff, when you preach. You got anything else for the No, no, no. That's it for now. It's, it's going to come back, I'm sure, because the Ravens have like 50 picks in this draft. So I love there when you go. gives his sermon and, and he lets y'all know when the good reverend, hey, man, <laughs> wow, way to go. See, it's late. See, it's late in the East Coast. It's like midnight. It's the next day, actually. It's Friday for me. It's Saturday yeah. for Jeff. The good Reverend Dr. Hartman is preaching. <laughs> he, it's a call to the altar, Steeler fans. It's a call to the altar. And I like Sean McMahon. I can't agree with that entirely, but I like the sentiment. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And I yeah. do think when Ben Roethlisberger is back, Bionic Big B, and uh, we are, you know, we're anticipating that Ben Roethlisberger is going to come back and be who he is. And with Ben Roethlisberger in the fold, I mean, it changes everything. Everything changes. That That's a very different football team. But, Jeff, man, I love it when you go, Reverend Dr. Hartman. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, it, it doesn't happen often. doesn't happen often, but I'm sorry. There are some times where I just can't take it. I can't take it. I, I'm still we – are, we're still fans. That's what people need to remember. Like, we're still fans. I'm not, I'm not paid by the Steelers, okay? I, I'm here to give my opinion on what I think. And I, I'll tell you what, I trust, I trust the Steelers. I do. They haven't given me a lot of reasons to not trust them. If they're going to spend a third-round pick on this guy – they see something that I don't guess why, because I haven't seen anything of this guy. I don't know who he is just because I know who JK Dobbins is because he played that guy fell for a reason. So, yeah, and I love, saying. I love Rodney Lyles, pass a Hartman. That's how you spell it. P A S S A pass a Hartman, pass a Hartman. Reverend Dr. Pass a Hartman. I love it. I love Jeff. I love when, when, when my inner chi, passes to you and you can say everything that i'd like to say and i could be the good guy that does not have to be the hater i love it when we can switch hats it yeah. feels so good well but you think my my yeah but my sentiment wasn't hating my sentiment was just frustration it was frustration with the fan base that some kind sometimes can be so spoiled and so fickle at the same time i don't get it it's let's just see how it plays out let's just see how it plays out there were people last year, last year, the Sutton Smith. Everyone was like, this guy's going to be the next James Who? Harrison. Didn't even make the team. Who? Sutton Smith. Who? Exactly. Dash. Dash. <laughs> Who? Dash. You know, I mean, that's, that's the tradition in Pittsburgh, man. And I love it. We're not draft guys. 
But I I love it in Pittsburgh, and I love that about fan bases in the National Football League because everybody gets so excited about the unknown. And it just gives you hope, and it gives you something to look forward to. But, you know, unfortunately, I mean, probably (laughs) 60% of these guys get cut. (laughs) I love that. I'll let you read that, Jeff. Muhammad Ali says Jeff's 26 kids are scared in the corner right now. No, my five kids are all asleep and that didn't wake them up either. I was, I, was, I got one of them across the hall. I was hoping it didn't need it. So my son's still asleep, but still, Hey, the Steelers made the pick. I trust the Steelers and uh, we'll see. So here we go. We got $2 in the tip jar from Jay. He says, do you think Minka will separate himself even more? Yes. A year in the system, a year with Terrell Edmonds, basically, I think that he's going to take a step forward. And you might say, what does that even look like? It's going to look amazing is what it's going to look like. You know? So I think that, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I want to give a big shout out to Muhammad. I I don't know if he's celebrating Ramadan, but, uh, you know, happy Ramadan to him if he's celebrating Ramadan. So happy Ramadan to him. But, yeah, I think, you know, and that's the one thing is with Minka. Minka's the best pick in the first round. So, the Steelers draft is already excellent. They've got the best player in the first round. It's Minka Fitzpatrick with the 18th pick in the draft, and he's only going to get better. Ben Roethlisberger changes all of this. Um, and so you do have to be more positive than I typically am. Um, and some of this you have to look at it in terms of, you know, the position groups that they're trying to replace, bolster, and look at the roster and what it think you, you think it'll look like in 2021. You know, we think that this pick is probably a bud to be replacement. But what will happen next year is if he doesn't play well, they'll draft another guy. And that's what the NFL is. And, you know, nobody will remember this guy. He'll be on a rookie contract, and yeah. that'll be it. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is, are, are people looking at the Browns picks and the Ravens picks and, oh man, look at their draft picks. So great. It maybe people aren't looking at Pittsburgh and saying, oh man, I can't believe their draft. That looks great. You know what? Let them overlook them. Because in my lifetime, when the Steelers are not the favorite team, when the Steelers are the underdogs, when the Steelers are the, no one's given them a chance. That's typically in my opinion, when they play their best. So that's fine. Mike Tomlin loves to play that card, man. He loves to play that card. He lives off reverend, of that card. The good reverend, the good reverend is hot. That's the call to the altar. <laughs> when he's calling you to the altar to confess your sports sins. So if you have a confession to make before we conclude <laughs> the program, please make the altar call and confess your sports, particularly your Pittsburgh Steelers sports sins. Just confess that. You didn't think that the Steelers were going to win that big game, and they did. I know all of you guys have some guilt out there. You thought they were going to lose to this team, but they didn't, and they actually won. You thought they were going to lose to the Patriots a couple of years ago, and what do they do? Joe Hayden gets the interception. You could feel guilty, and the Reverend Good Dr. Jeff Hartman is trying to let you relieve all of that. Get it out. I got it out. I'm good. I'm good. So we have a lot of <laughs> we have a lot of shows. We have a lot of shows coming up. I don't know if Lance will be with us tomorrow on Saturday, but you'll I'm hoping to have a similar oh, format. I'm here. All right, he's I'm all here. in. I like I like that. I hope we're having a similar format today 
or tomorrow, Saturday that we had today for day two. And I really like how Brian and Dave came on prior to the pick. They then went into, you know, who could be available. They said the pick and then Lance and I, maybe someone else came back on. What's so funny, Lance? What are you laughing at? Muhammad Al Ali said, I have a confession to make. I'll put it I up was there. The guy that thought Artie was a good pick. <laughs> See, it's okay. It's okay. Isn't We've that all so done liberating? It. You got that off your chest. You you let me give you let me give you a confession that I had for the Steelers. I thought the Steelers would never win a world championship with Bill Cowher as the head coach. After watching them lose AFC championship games in every which way but loose, I never thought they would win a championship with Bill Cowher as the coach. I was absolutely done. I was just convinced. If they got to the AFC championship game, somehow he would figure out a way to lose the game. And after they lost to the Patriots in 01, I was in the dumps. I just had no faith, no belief that the chin would bring them to a ring. Yeah, and he did. And he he did. did. Here we go. John Trot. We'll get one more in here. He says, put $2 in the tip chart. Thank you guys very much for all your contributions. He said, what are the chances Ulysses Gilbert the third takes William's spot? I don't think he takes his spot. I think he could still be, because he is very athletic. He is very fast when he's healthy. And he's read an article. I read an article recently about him rehabbing his back. He should be good to go for 2020. Maybe he's that special sub package linebacker that they would put in there if they take Williams off the field. So maybe they have that in-house. We'll see. No one really knows. So there you go. It's between um, the ears with him. Cause that, that, that young man is extremely athletic. Yes. Yes. So, Hey, fingers crossed. Maybe again, this is a situation like Brian talked about at the beginning of the show. The Steelers are up to date with his rehab. They know what he can do. They've seen him in practices. They've they've met with him. He's been in their system for a whole year. So if they don't take an inside linebacker, maybe it's because they say, well, we don't really need inside linebacker because we have Ulysses Gilbert. We really like him. We think he could be that guy for us. Those are things that we're not privy to. That's just fact. So there you go. And I I agree with Darwin Nolan. There was no way that the Steelers could have beaten the 2001 Patriots team. They were cheating. <laughs> I'll never forget Bettis's quote after that game where he said, it's like they knew the plays before we even ran them. And they did know the plays. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that uh, was fact. So you want me to close it out, Jeff? Yeah, let's close it out. It's been a day, and then we'll, we'll see everyone back here tomorrow. And as always, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. Go Steeler Nation. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.